Hi, and welcome to the New Agent Mindset. My name is John Pena. I'm a real estate agent with eXp Realty in El Paso, Texas. And this podcast is all for new real estate agents. I myself am relatively new, although I did just realize that it has officially been one year. I started with Keller Williams on February 1st of 2020. And so it's essentially been one year. So I don't know if I'm allowed to keep calling myself a new agent or not, but this podcast is for people who are thinking about getting into real estate as an agent or are now newer real estate agents. And I have made tons of mistakes. And at the same time, though, I've also learned a lot of stuff. And so my goal, not only to give you strategies and tips, tools, tactics, but to help you not make the same mistakes that I made. And if I really got down to my most clear and compelling message, it would be start smarter. And so it took me 10 months to ramp up into actually making money. And so my goal is to provide you with the value so that you know you can do it quicker. And so today's episode is all about the four agreements and uh, a listener's recent message to me. And so you guys know that I've been struggling to talk about the four agreements just because there's this element of spirituality and this notion of what is the mind and uh, you know that can really wreak havoc with everybody's different views and beliefs and you know I'm not it's not my intention to um, offend anybody um, if you don't believe what I believe I could care less and I hope you feel the same way um, we just want to learn from each other and be the best human beings that we possibly can but anyway so I'm just gonna start talking about these four agreements because they are something that I live my I, I live these four agreements daily. I meditate on them in the morning uh, with some other things and I try to um, be conscious of them at all times. And so one of the four agreements is don't take it personal. And and uh, we're going to talk about the listener's question because I think that they relate. But in a nutshell, I'm going to speak to this more because uh, the author of the book, Miguel Ruiz, speaks to this so eloquently. I will not even come close. But let me just give you the nutshell version. Don't take it personal. This means whatever personal stuff comes at you from other people, that's their stuff, all right? That really isn't about you. So if somebody says a super nasty thing on my YouTube channel on a comment, and they say, this guy is the ugliest gringo I've ever seen in my life, he's not even from El Paso, this guy, you know, he couldn't sell um, you know, water to a horse, all right? I don't think that's a saying, but you get what I'm saying. Um, so, and so there's two ways that I'm going to react to something like that. If I take it personal, I'm going to read that comment and I'm going to, I'm going to take it personal. I'm going to be offended. I'm going to be hurt. I'm going to be angry. Uh, you know, I might, I might react and type back some craziness to this guy or whatever. Why? You know, why? Um, this isn't about you, all right? I know I'm not the ugliest gringo on the planet, I don't think. And yeah, I'm not from El Paso, but you know, uh, it turns out I'm actually a pretty good real estate agent and salesman. And so whatever this other person is saying about me, it's like almost like I have a force field up, you know, like uh, quite honestly, now I just kind of smile and laugh um, and as that stuff just kind of bounces and reflects off. 
And it's not that you don't want to be cognizant of what other people think about you. Of course you do, right? But when other people come at you with, you know, kind of over the line emotion and behavior, that's quite honestly, that's about them, all right? They're dealing with something uh, in their own head, okay? And they just have to have and to be directing that stream of garbage your way you know you're just you're just kind of in the way <clears throat> don't take it you know don't take it personally and so this trust me this plays into uh, a lot of different situations so let's jump into the listeners question so we're gonna call this gentleman Mike okay and here's Mike's story he is working a full-time job, okay, and he's trying to transition into real estate. This is a younger guy, I think he's in his 20s. He's trying to transition into real estate, but you know, the time is slim for him, as he says. Um, so, you know, this is tough, all right? I, I told Mike immediately, you know, hey, I've only done this full-time and still it took me 10 months to make any money, all right? And so I asked him a question, I said, you know, I'm not sure if part-time means that number one, it takes longer, or number two, it just makes it harder, or number three, both, right? And quite honestly, I don't know exactly what the answer is, but Mike's answer, he thought it was a little bit of both, that, you know, if you're doing this part-time, it's probably going to take you longer to start finding some, some success. And it's going to be more challenging. It's going to be harder because you don't sim you don't have the time to to devote to it and the energy. And so, he seemed to think that it was a little bit of both. And I I tend to to uh, agree. So, Mike's been licensed for about four months, and for him, the most difficult thing uh, where he's been struggling the most is lead gen, right? Because when it comes down to it. Your job as a new real estate agent, and quite honestly, as a real estate agent who's been doing it for a long time, but especially as a new real estate agent, is generating leads, finding clients, finding people who want to buy, sell, or invest in homes right now. All right, that is your primary objective, lead gen. Okay, so. Uh, he, he gave me a little bit more information. He says that he's starting to feel like he's falling into this trap of spreading himself too thin uh, with his already limited time and that uh, he needs a better strategy. And he alluded to the October, some of the October podcasts where I kind of had this realization that 80% of what I was doing wasn't moving the needle for my business basically whatsoever and 20% was basically moving, you know, moving the whole needle, right? And so I needed to get rid of some of that 80% that really wasn't doing anything for me, focus on that 20 and open up a little bit more um, space for maybe something different, right? So it sounds like um, he's maybe falling into that. If he's spreading himself too thin, um, either he's just talking about, you know, just his time and energy in general, you know, between full time and part time, you know, you're that's spreading yourself too thin. Um, but he also might be alluding to spreading himself too thin in that he's trying multiple strategies and he's doing his best on on multiple strategies, but you can only do a little bit on a lot of things or you can do a lot on less things, right? And so the most glaring example of this is social media and I was pre-recording this episode and I went off on a complete rant and 
Fortunately for you, the microphone wasn't working and I had to erase that, so I'll trim it down here. Nowadays, 2021, global pandemic, lead gen for a lot of new real estate agents is social media, all right? Like it or not, that's where we're at, all right? And, and I only can imagine that it continues to trend in that way. On a side note, just to start putting this in your head if you haven't heard it, video is everything, all right? I, I hate to say that because I know some of you don't want to be on video and some of you don't understand video and, uh, you know, but I, I hate to say it, all of the voices uh, in this space are saying the future is video. So might as well start wrapping your head around that now. And not that these other strategies don't work, all right? Um, door knocking. Door knocking, I'm sure, is awesome. I'd love to do it, uh, but I'm not going to do it now with the pandemic. Cold calling? No way. I hate that. There's no way I'm going to do that. Um, and most people don't even answer the phone anymore, especially if it's from a number that they don't recognize. So good luck with that. Um, social media is, is probably where it's at. So now here comes the spreading yourself too thin part. Facebook, business page, Instagram, YouTube channel, uh, Snapchat, funny TikToks, um, you know, jumping on Clubhouse uh, and trying to <laughs> talk to people about buying a house, uh, jumping into Facebook groups. You know, there's all these different platforms now. So maybe Mike is talking about that. So I asked Mike, what's your target audience? Who's your ideal client? What type of person do you most connect with? All right. And there's a reason for that I'm asking Mike this question because I believe that it makes more sense to, to focus on one or two things, but make those be the things that you like, that you're going to be good at, and you're going to enjoy spending your time doing, okay? So a huge part of that um, comes down to identifying your target audience because if you start making connections with like-minded people, chances are those are gonna be easier conversations to have, you're gonna have more, uh, get more enjoyment out of it, and you know, leads could come out of that, all right? And if you're trying to get everybody, if you're throwing out this huge net and you're trying to catch absolutely every fish in the sea, you know, good luck reeling that in, okay? Um, my humble suggestion is identify a market target audience and go after them strategically. So Mike responded back with this. He said, I'm a very social person. I can bend and adapt to most people's personalities. My issue is getting, front of, getting in front of people because of COVID. My original strategy was to go to events and just be myself and connect with people. Great. I think that's an awesome strategy. Um, I kind of tried that strategy before COVID. Uh, I moved to El Paso. I didn't know anybody. I always wanted to do martial arts. And so I joined a martial arts gym and I started going and getting in front of all these people. And it was great, but um, at any one time, how many people in a hundred do you think are, are actively looking to buy or sell a home? You know, what, five tops maybe? Um, so 
if Mike's idea was he was just going to go out, let's say he was going to go out to um, networking events. Um, and over time, you're going to be successful because you'll talk to 10 people and then the next time you'll meet another five and then you might meet some of their friends. And eventually over time, you'll, you're going to, the numbers are going to work in your favor. You're going to meet enough people. You're going to bend and adapt to all these different personalities. Um, and that's going to be great. And you're going to spend a lot of time doing that. But how many of those personalities do you need to run into before you find one who's actually looking to buy or sell a house? You know, in the scheme of things, um, I don't know. Uh, it, it could be a while. And think of all the time that you're spending to get to that point. So now this is where I think Mike starts to step up his, uh, his game here. He says that he found me by searching for uh, the lighthouse method or the, I call it the lighthouse strategy. My mentor, Mike Sherrard, he's the one that introduced me to that. The idea being that instead of being the tugboat, all right, the guy who goes to the networking events and bends and adapts to personalities, the tugboat goes out every day and he tries to connect with people, right? Network, goes out every day, comes back, tries to drag anything he can back. My idea, well, not my idea, the, the method that I employed, the lighthouse strategy, is to be the lighthouse. So instead of having to be that tugboat that goes out day after day after day, you're the lighthouse that all those people see and they come to you, right? So you get into this beautiful uh, situation where leads are coming to you. This is, uh, I hope I don't sound like a jerk here. This is, this is my life. Um, leads coming into me all the time. Uh, my wife and I, <clears throat> by the way, uh, I'm going to personalize this a little bit. Uh, my wife's name is Leah, L-E-A-H, a lovely woman. Uh, been married for about eight years now. She's awesome. Uh, she's in healthcare. I've told you this. She's the one that made it possible for me to get into real estate and not make any money for, t uh, for 10 months because she was making a salary. Um, long story short, she's going to become a real estate agent and her and I are going to do a husband-wife team and she's going to quit her job and we will no longer, hopefully, ever work for another person uh, again. So anyway, as you can imagine, I'm starting to integrate her into the business. She can handle some of the communication, but I have, I, I'm a lighthouse. I, I, I have people calling me and emailing me texting me, sending me messages, people that I have never met before in my life from all over the country. Um, they are finding me because of the YouTube channel and now some other things. Uh, I have a website and Google is starting to you know, spit me out in some of the top results for people that are moving. But I have become that lighthouse, all right? So um, for what it's worth, I think Mike's, Mike's, uh, I commend him for, for maybe pivoting to this idea. So he says, now here's where it gets good. I have a background in YouTube and went to school for video. Okay. Now pause right there. Um, some of you, I just said earlier, you're, you know, when I said that video is it and that's the way that it's going, I said that some of you, I suspect, are not all that excited about that because you don't know how to uh, produce video, edit it, get it on to different social media platforms and the different formats and horizontal versus vertical and what are frames per second and da 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 da. So for some of you, the, the idea that video is the future um, is, is probably, you know, it doesn't make you all that excited. Mike here 
has a background in YouTube and he has like formal training in video production. So you can imagine what my advice to Mike is gonna be, right? But this is the part um, that takes us back to the four agreements. Uh, this is exactly what Mike says. I'm gonna quote him. He says, the thing that holds me back is credibility because I'm in my 20s with only rental transactions to my name, okay? So far, He's, uh, let's just take it, that's, that's it. The thing that holds me back is credibility. This is a very, very important moment, folks. This is why four out of five real estate agents do not make it in the business, okay? The thing that holds me back is credibility. All right, so now let's get real with Mike. I haven't met him face to face. I hope I do. He sounds like an awesome guy, and uh, I'm so glad he reached out. But I'm gonna just I'm just gonna go on it here, buddy. <clears throat> so the way that you word this, the thing that holds me back, implies that there's some kind of external factor. All right, or maybe not. You know, you're admitting, hey. Uh, I'm worried that people are not going to take me serious, that they're not going to find me credible, okay? Um, let me phrase it another way. Maybe Mike is saying, I am scared or I am fearful to start because of the way that other people might react to my content or my channel or me presenting myself as you know a know-it-all or a real estate agent or what have you, okay? That's so important, okay? Because let me tell you, uh, you're, 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 you're telling me that you really care what other people think about you and that if um, people come at you, you know, and be like, uh, uh, you're not credible, you're not worthy, you, you don't know what you're talking about, that you're going to feel bad, that you are going to take it personally, that that is gonna be something that you do not want to encounter. Sounds like maybe you fear other people, um, other people's opinion about you as a real estate agent, okay? And fair enough, man, we're all human, of course we care what other people think, but if you're Miguel Ruiz, you don't, because you know that if these other people, whoever they are, and by the way, we don't know that they even exist, you're just making this up and you know, you're making an assumption. Funny enough, that's one of the other uh, agreements is don't make assumptions, but <laughs> there'll be plenty of times to get to that. So, um, you know, maybe these people do exist, but if, they, if they're throwing shade at you, okay, that's on them. You don't have to take that personally. And maybe you're saying, yeah, but if um, you know enough people start saying that I don't know what I'm talking about, then you know everybody who who else, who sees that is going to believe them, and they're not going to watch my content or, or what have you. So I hear you, and I'm not I'm not trying to bust your chops here too bad. But um, the the idea I I. <laughs> I started as a new real estate agent, right? Five months in, I closed one deal, and that was selling myself a house, okay? And then I started a YouTube channel, all right? So I had been a real estate agent for five months, and I had closed one deal, and it was my, you know, my own house. I started the YouTube channel. Quite honestly, never once did I worry about um, what people were going to think or what people were gonna say 
or never once did I fear that somehow people wouldn't um, take me serious or um, respect the fact that I was a real estate agent. And now I'm more than, you know, I, I guarantee you I'm twice as old as Mike is, all right? So I've got years of experience and, you know, lots of people um, are, are going to see that I'm older and maybe I know what I'm talking about. But here's my point. You, uh, you have to love yourself <laughs> enough to not give a shit what other people think. All right. Now, um, I understand what you're saying, um, that as a new real estate agent, who are you to go out there and start creating content or creating a channel and putting it out to people? I'll tell you who you are. You are uh, somebody who has an entrepreneurial mindset and who understands that business is war and who wants to create uh, a lifestyle for himself that you totally deserve if you're willing to put in the hard work and the effort. You know, that's who you are, all right? Any dummy can get their real estate license. You can get your real estate license at 18 in Texas, you know? You don't even have to go to college, all right? Um, it's not rocket science. I, I mean, it just isn't, okay? So it's more about having the confidence and being creative enough to create content that appeals to people so that they become clients, all right? Why, I mean, I suspect, Mike, that you are intend to do a fantastic job, that you intend to be a great real estate agent, that you intend to take care of your clients because you know if you do that, not only are you going to get paid for that, but um, you're going to start to, you're going to be able to flip and uh, quit that full-time job and work for yourself, right? And build a business that can scale to, you know, whatever level you want it to scale to. So I wish I could have more, you know, eloquently articulated um, my point with Mike, but I, I imagine, quite honestly, that it's a, a point of contention for a lot of you. Um, either, let's get real, either some, let's, some of you are thinking, um, I can't do video because uh, I don't understand the tech, technological side of it, okay? Fair enough, but hey, there's this thing called Google, and hey, there's these things called YouTube tutorials where you can learn how to do anything if you put your mind to it. And then there's some others of you, like Mike there, who are saying, ah, you know, I could do it. Obviously, Mike could do this. Mike could create a YouTube channel that would make mine look like flipping, you know, um, nothing, all right? So he has a skill and expertise to create a, amazing content, but he's stopping himself um, because he's worried about what other people are going to think, that he's not going to be taken credible, all right? Um, if you're in that boat, then, hmm, I mean, the tough love John wants to come out, but I try to keep him at bay sometimes. If, if you're in that boat, then maybe think about it this way. If you can create content that some people value, 
If you can cre create valuable content that other people, potential clients, find value in, and they come to you, then you should feel great about yourself because you've proven yourself to be credible, all right? As soon as a client reaches out to you and they say, hey, Mike, I saw that video that you did about, um, you know, being a first-time home buyer and why, you know, you should think about getting a pre-approval and, you know, why I shouldn't buy that yacht right before, you know, I close on my house or whatever it is. There's plenty of valuable content out there that you know. If you've studied and taken the real estate exam and passed it, you're credible. Maybe that's the best way to say it. If you've passed the real estate exam, congratulations, you are credible. You now can go out and create content and you know put it out there for the world to see. And if you start getting a bunch of clients because of it and all these other agents who have been in the business for 10 years uh, don't get that business and those other agents are like, oh, that guy, Mike, he's not credible. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. So what, man? Don't take it personal. <laughs> That's their garbage. They've been in the game for how long and they still haven't figured out how to, to, to do this? Um, yeah. That's it. If you've taken the real estate exam and passed it, bingo, you're credible. Start creating content. Man, it took me so long to get there. I'm so sorry. All right. Uh, wrap up here. Mike says, my goal is to transition to full-time and work a part-time job, but I need a little ramp up time before I can get financially uh, to that point. Awesome. Completely agree. You know, uh, having a full-time job is great because you know you're going to be able to pay your bills. Um, so look, you have less time. I'm going to give advice to anybody who's working full-time and wants to do this part-time. Pick one strategy. Okay, one strategy. It can be a new school strategy or an old school strategy, but something that you're like, that sounds like fun. Like that sounds like after a full day working for this other company, I would still have some energy and some passion for blank. Okay, there's one thing that goes in that blank. Figure out how to do that strategy as well as humanly possible. Okay, there is no shortage of resources out there to help you do that. Figure out how to do that one strategy, awesome. If you have to, plan it out, okay? Uh, sit down and plan out how you're gonna do it. Take a little bit of time up front to learn whatever skills you, you need to learn or brush up whatever skills you need to brush up on. No problem. Go with that one strategy, but do that strategy really well, okay? That's, that's what I would say. Then, a month, maybe two months from now, reflect. Look at that. Has it been working? Uh, is it the 80-20 principle uh, at play here? Can you make some changes, or do you need to, you know, pivot? All right, it's okay. It's okay to try things and have it fail. All right, failure is great. I just watched this Matthew McConaughey video, uh, motivational thing about failure. Failure is awesome. All right, there's no shame in failure. You just learned something. If that wasn't it, bam, pivot, do something else. Right? Um, you have to be creative. You have to be. You have to bend and adapt, as Mike would say. All right. You you have to you got to be smart. I mean, there's there's 
it, it's 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 a it's an awesome and fun game to play, but it's not easy, right? So, anyway, bigger takeaways. Think about this idea about don't take it personally. Tomorrow, I want you to try to catch yourself. Um, maybe somebody directly says something to you that's off-putting, all right, or just flat-out rude. Just take a second. Don't react. Uh, just, just, just sit back. And you know what would it be like if you had a force field or a shield around you, and that just it it kind of came in and then just kind of bounced off. You didn't internalize it. You didn't get upset about it. Uh, or if somebody sends you a text or an email or you know wh whatever it is, or cuts you off in traffic, whatever it is. Don't let yourself get worked up. You, you have so much life force every day, all right? You should treasure that, all right? You shouldn't waste it on other people's um, poison, so to speak, all right? But I'm sure we'll talk about it more. Man, that got a, into a long one. I'm so sorry, guys. I feel like I really rambled there, and I did. This was even my second take, and I, I have notes, believe it or not. But... Um, it's a great uh, question, Mike. Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate you. To all of you, man, I hope you're doing great. Um, reach out anytime. I really do, honestly. I hope you guys are doing really well. If things are slow right now, just remember, it's February, all right? This is, uh, this is the slowest part of the year for real estate agents, okay? Especially those of you up north, right, where the weather is crazy. Um, so... You know, take this time to, um, you know, build up your stores, um, learn what you need to learn, pick strategies, learn, read, listen, you know, um, you can do this. Not all of you, but um, I hope that a lot uh, that, man, I wish that most of you could do it. All right. Um, and that's what I'm here for, quite honestly. J-O-H-N, John at newagentmindset.com. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great week.